take a walk, ride, stroll, or just listen as you take hold and engage because you are now entering the Cerebral Podcast. Joke of the day. What three cities did I deal with that related to my disability? Answer. The three cities are complexities, capacities, and curiosities. Thought of the day comes from Albert Einstein. He was a German-born theoretical physicist. He developed the theory of relativity, one of the pillars of modern physics alongside quantum mechanics. He is also known for his influence on the philosophy of science. He said, learn from yesterday, live for today, hope for tomorrow. The important thing is to not stop questioning. Hello and welcome back to The Cerebral Podcast. This is episode 39. Thank you for joining me today. Preface. January is a month for thinking about new things and resolutions. It is also a month to make adjustments for the new year. For the month of January, I will be talking about disabilities and rehabilitation. Today, I will be talking more about neuroplasticity and neurorehabilitation. Then I will talk about the grade approach. Then I will mention skill development. Next, I will be talking about resilience factors. And finally, in this week's Rite of Passage Experiences or ROPE, I will be talking about the Bionic Showdown from 1989 and the song Mr. Roboto. All I ask is for you to listen to one or two ideas that you can take away from this episode. Now, let's get started. According to an article published in the Journal of Neurology in October 2016, the prevalence of disability due to neurological conditions is escalating worldwide. Neurological disorders have a significant disability burden with long-term functional and psychosocial issues requiring specialized rehabilitation services. These services for comprehensive management require treatments tapping into brain recovery and neuroplasticity processes. Neurorehabilitation is interdisciplinary and collaborates with diverse professions and communities to manage complex disabilities. The GRADE approach stands for Grading of Recommendations, Assessment, Development, and Evaluation. GRADE is a method that evaluates evidence and recommendations in healthcare. The article indicated that neuroplasticity is the ability of the nervous system to respond to inside motivations and outside stimulations by reorganizing brain structure, functions, and connections. The brain is a self-organizing system that adapts 
to its specific environment. In animal laboratory studies, challenging and complex curiosity-stimulating environments optimize functional recovery from brain damage. In addition to movement, the environment exposes animals to perceptual and spatial stimuli. Skill development activities have been shown more effective when incorporated into meaningful activities. These can include, but are not limited to, daily living tasks. Recent advancements included robotics and other human-machine interfaces. The article continued that resilient people are those with optimistic attitudes and positive emotions. Through practice, resilient people have developed better coping techniques. This effectively balances negative emotions with positive ones. Identifying factors that influence a person's resilience is vital to rehabilitation settings. The resilience factors include, number one, the ability to make realistic plans. Number two, positive self-concept and confidence. Number three, communication and problem-solving skills. Number four, the ability to manage strong impulses and feelings. And number five, maintaining levels of care and support along with positive self-image. In this week's Rite of Passage Experiences, or ROPE, I will be talking about, I will be talking more about the Bionic Man and particularly about the Bionic Showdown. According to the Bionic Fandom website, the Bionic Showdown was a 1989 TV movie. Bionics is the science that combines biology with electronics. A surgery is performed to allow the biology of the recipient's body to control the electronic implants or prosthesis. In case you don't remember last week's episode, here's a clip from the bionic 1970s introductory sequence. character of Steve Austin as the Bionic Man from the 1970s TV series with the character of Jamie Summers as the Bionic Woman. 
Lee Majors and Lindsay Wagner played the Bionic Man and Bionic Woman, respectively. Both Bionic TV series from the 1970s was based on a novel by Martin Caden. He wrote the novel Cyborg. The TV movie in 1989 also had an early role for Sandra Bullock before she became a movie star. Sandra Bullock played Kate Mason. The synopsis of the movie involves an Olympic-like competition in the name of world peace. Steve Austin is asked to come out of retirement to help with security for the competition. Meanwhile, Jamie Summers helps Kate Mason, who has been paralyzed in a wheelchair since the age of six. Kate explained her disability was because of muscular deterioration. The character was in her early 20s. Kate received a bionic operation that enabled her to walk. She also went through rehabilitation and training to adjust to her new situation. Because of her advanced fictional bionics from 1989, Kate was able to become faster and stronger than Steve Austin and Jamie Summers. Over the course of the movie, bionics get stolen and it turns out that there's an unknown bionic double agent. Kate, Steve, and Jamie work together to recover the stolen bionics and save the Olympic-style games. I enjoyed the movie in 1989. I had four surgeries in approximately 12 years. By the time 1989 came around, I had better control of my body. There was a song in the 1980s called Mr. Roboto. Here's a clip. I'm just 
I identified with the song in the 1980s because the effort inside my head didn't match the movements on the outside. There was a difference between my compiled processes and how my brain worked. In episode 8, I talked more about compiling and interpreting information like a computer. I will include it in the show notes. I often felt like Mr. Roboto in the 1980s. Over a period of time, throughout grammar school and high school, I interfaced with my crutches and my environment. Many of those meaningful experiences were climbing stairs and they created balance between my upper body and my lower body. My crutches started out as a way for my upper body to support my lower body. Over days, months, and years, I gained more control, and around the time I graduated high school, my muscles reacted automatically before my brain even knew what was happening. During the slip, during the slipping process, my hands would notice the posture change, then my arms and hands would push harder on the crutches. The additional friction would give my body more time to adjust to a fall or, or try to save myself. There were some times where I could save myself or regain my balance. But in some cases where I couldn't necessarily save myself from falling, the additional time allowed me to fall on my knees. Although it was not ideal, it saved me from falling on my face. By the time I went to college, I was able to save myself or reduce getting hurt by 90 to 95%. My crutches became extensions of myself. In some situations, my legs lost balance, but my crutches were in an upright position. Automatically, my arms would lift my body up in a hopping jump. That way, my leg muscles could make the readjustments. It was the closest that I felt to being bionic. Were there one or two things you could lean into after hearing this episode? Thanks to Jacob Thurman for his help with doing the audio editing for this episode. Reflections. I really enjoyed doing the research for this episode and tying in the bionic uh, and the science fiction part into the actual research. And it seems that a lot of the science fiction that existed in the 70s and 80s, it's been developing recently um, as far as the um, catching up with the technology. And I was really happy that as much information that was coming from and then I remember from the show uh, was happening with rehabilitation and the impact of a person's environment on their rehabilitation. One of the things that I thought about during this episode was just about the synth the synthesis between the mind and the body and how the mind and the body eventually over time work together with each other to 
toward similar or the same goals in collaboration similar to the professionals and the rehabilitation processes itself. I want to give special thanks to my friend John Thurman because he helped me to get uh, information on uh, the Bionic Showdown. One of the things that I didn't mention in last week's episode was the fact that in the 1970s, even though they were stronger and faster, they were still moving in slow motion on TV. So it was interesting to see also in a couple of the clips that I watched recently, the Jamie Summers actually complains that she's moving too slow because of her older bionics. And I just found that funny just with the newer um, updated bionics that someone who's still uh, strong and fast is complaining about not being fast enough because of what happened with Kate Mason and uh, Sandra Bowe's character. Sandra Bowe's character. For me, I don't want to uh, trivialize the work that I did in the rehabilitation um, because it did take a, a long period of time for me to develop the coordination and muscularity um, for um, balance and coordination, but over time it just became more and more natural and more and more second nature or first nature or automatic and it part of that I think also had to do with anxiety that was connected to me falling and so that is one of the reasons why I think it develops the neuroplasticity is just through the uh, anxiety and the emotion, emotional connection to crutches and that's why the crutches become extensions to a person's body especially if they've had uh, the disability or crutches for uh, 10 or 15 years um, it's something that just happened happens naturally over time and it it becomes a synthesis of information um, almost like a computer thank you for listening to this episode and thank you for listening to me ramble thank you for allowing me to be a voice inside your head please share this podcast with someone you know were there one or two specific things that you learned or liked would you mind joining and sharing it on the Cerebral Podcast Facebook group? You can listen to the show on Podbean, iTunes, Google Play, and Spotify, or wherever you find your podcasts. Thank you to the listeners who support the show on the Cerebral Podcast Facebook group. I invite you to join the group. You can also email the show at the cerebral podcast at 
gmail.com or send questions, comments, or ideas for the show. And remember, it takes effort to be vulnerable, be accountable, and be respectful in the way you treat others and yourself. You can be the biggest variable in your life when you take ownership. Now, take hold, engage in your world. You are now leaving the Cerebral Podcast. I never give up.